Hey everyone, welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy the Preacher Chick, and today is day 268 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we are going to read Luke 2 and 3, as well as Psalm 113, and there's a great video from the Bible Project that I'm going to link in the show notes, or if you're following along in the Bible app, you're going to see it there, um, that covers the first two chapters, kind of a, an overview um, um, discussing the surrounding events of the birth of Jesus. And so um, don't miss it. These, I know I say it every time we have one, but these really are great. And there's so much that we can learn. And the Bible Project is an amazing resource for helping us understand scripture and taking us deeper without making us um, be extremely academic (laughs) in our approach. I love it. Anyway, let's get going. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole empire should be registered. This first registration took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family line of David to be registered along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her her firstborn son, and she wrapped him tightly in cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. In the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today, in the city of David, was a Savior was born for you who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to people he favors. When the angels had left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. After seeing them, they reported the message they were told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary was treasuring up all these things in her heart and meditating on them. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told. When the eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived. And when the days of the purification, according to the law of Moses, were finished, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male will be dedicated to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And that was based on finances. And um, if you had money, you would do the turtle doves. If you didn't have money, you would do pigeons. That, that's that's the difference. It's the same sacrifice made possible for everybody. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to Israel's consolation, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he saw the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, he entered the temple. When the parents brought in the child to Jesus to perform for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him up in his arms, praised God, and said, Now, Master, you can dismiss your servant in peace as you promised, for my eyes have seen your salvation. You have prepared it in the presence of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory to your people Israel. 
His father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and told his mother Mary, Indeed, this child is destined to cause the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, and a sword will pierce your own soul, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, a daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was well along in years, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and was a widow for 84 years. That's amazing, especially in those days. She was obviously young enough that she could have remarried um, if there had been, especially especially if there had been a family kinsman redeemer. Um, you can read Ruth to understand that. But she didn't. She lived as a widow for 40 or for 84 years. That's unbelievable. She did not leave the temple serving God day, night and day with fasting and prayers. At that very moment, she came up and began to thank God and to speak about him to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Israel. When they had completed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The boy grew up and became strong, filled with wisdom, and God's grace was on him. Every year, his parents traveled to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When he was 12 years old, they went up according to the custom of the festival. After those days were over, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know. Assuming he was in the traveling party, they went a day's journey. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. Now, some people are going to read this, and I know this because I've heard it. How can they not realize that Jesus wasn't there? This is ridiculous. Okay. When they say they thought he was among the traveling party, you're probably looking at over 100 people, family and friends, neighbors, making that trek from wherever their hometown was to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. Kids everywhere everybody helping out, everybody helping take care of each other's children. They they had no reason to think that he wasn't just further ahead or a little bit further behind with other kids. Jesus, even though Jesus is who he is, he grew up. He was a little boy. He was a little boy. Now, we know he was sinless, so we know he didn't cause mischief, you know, in a malicious way. We know this. <laughs> but he was a little boy. He ran. He played. So they had no reason to think that he wasn't in the group. Okay, so we need to cut some parents some slack here. <laughs> when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all those who heard him were astounded at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? He asked them. Didn't you know that it was necessary to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Now, if you're reading along with this, in verse 48, you see that she says, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Father is lowercase. When Jesus answers, didn't you know that it was necessary for me to be in my father's house? Father is capitalized. So we're seeing the difference between an earthly father and, the, and God. <clears throat> Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother kept all these things in her heart, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with people. In the fiftieth or in the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, while Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod was tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip tetrarch of the region of Iturea and Trachonitis, and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, God's word came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. 
So we're talking about John the Baptist. He went into the vicinity of the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley will be filled and every mountain and hill will be made low. The crooked will become straight, the rough ways smooth, and everyone will see the salvation of God. He then said to the crowds who came out to be baptized, brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Therefore, produce fruit consistent with repentance and don't start saying to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that God is able to raise up children for Abraham from these stones. The ax is already at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that doesn't produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. What then should we do? The crowds were asking him. He replied to them, the one, who is two, the one who has two shirts must share with someone who has none, and the one who has food must do the same. Tax collectors also came to be baptized, and they asked him, Teacher, what should we do? He told them, Don't collect any more than what you have been authorized. Some soldiers questioned him, What should we do? And he said to them, Don't take money from anyone or force by force or false accusation and be satisfied with your wages. Now the people were waiting expectantly, and all of them were questioning in their hearts whether John might be the Messiah. John answered them all, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I am is coming. I'm not worthy to untie the strap of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing shovel is in his hand to clear the threshing floor and gather the wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn with fire that never goes out. Then along with many other exhortations, he proclaimed good news to the people. But when John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the evil things he had done, Herod added this to everything else. He locked John up in prison. When all the people were baptized, Jesus also was baptized. As he was praying, heaven opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in a physical appearance like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. As he began his ministry, Jesus was about 30 years old. And now we're going to get into a long um, genealogy, a lot of sons of. So I'm going to take a deep breath. Here we go. Jesus was about 30 years old and was thought to be the son of Joseph, son of Heli, son of Mathat, son of Levi, son of Malchi, son of Janai, son of Joseph, son of Mattathias, son of Amos, son of Nahum, son of Esli, son of Nagai, son of Math, son of Mattathias, son of Simeon, son of Josek, son of Jodah, son of jo Joannan, son of Risa, son of Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, son of Neri, son of Melchi, son of Adai, son of Kosam, son of Elmadam, son of Ur, son of Joshua, son of Eliezer, son of Joram, son of Mathat, son of Levi, son of Simeon, son of Judah, son of Joseph, son of Jonam, son of Eliakim, son of Malaya, son of Mena, son of Matatha, son of Nathan, son of David, son of Jesse, son of Obed, son of Boaz, son of Salmon, son of Nashon, son of Amminadab, son of Ram, son of Hezron, son of Perez, son of Judah, son of Jacob, son of Isaac, son of Abraham, son of Terah, son of Nahor, son of Sarag, son of Reu, son of Peleg, son of Eber, son of Shelah, son of Canaan, son of Arphaxad, son of Shem, son of Noah, son of Lamech, son of Methuselah, sons of, son of Enoch, son of Jared, son of Mahalalel, son of Canaan, son of Enos, son of Seth, son of Adam, son of God. Ah, I love that Luke's approach to the genealogy takes us back to there's it's almost the divine um the the sovereign 
um, genealogy of Jesus because it takes him straight back to the Lord. This is really cool. Psalm 113. Hallelujah. Give praise, servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Let the name of the Lord be blessed both now and forever. From the rising of the sun to its setting, let the name of the Lord be praised. The Lord is exalted above all nations, his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, the one enthroned on high, who stoops down to look on the heavens and the earth? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the trash heap in order to set to seat them with nobles, with the nobles of his people. He gives the childless woman a household, making her the joyful mother of children. Hallelujah. And that is it for today. Come back tomorrow as we keep reading the Bible together. See you then.